0: Happy Thursday. This is episode two of Sciences and Businesses Discovered in Ancient Texts. We're talking about the Bible, the Word of God. There are some very interesting things about the sciences and businesses found in Genesis chapter one. I'm going to start at verse 10. And God called the dry land earth and the accumulated waters he called seas. And God saw that this was good, fitting, admirable, and he approved it. So let's take a look at this a little bit further. It says that God called the dry land earth. We talked about yesterday that how the earth and the heavens are a part of the study of astronomy, the celestial spheres and physical entities, how they act, what they do, why they do what they do, and how they affect us as human beings on earth and how they affect the ecosystem of the animal kingdom. So now we're just talking about the seas, the oceans, the lakes, the water flow in sources on the earth, in particular the oceans and the seas. The study of the ocean and or seas is called oceanography. Many of you may not be old enough to remember a marine biologist, that's another field under oceanography, named Jacques Cousteau. He was a French marine biologist back in the 60s, 70s, and I believe even the 80s, before he passed away, God bless his soul, and he studied the oceans, the temperature, the marine life, the fish, the plant life down there, the sand, the currents. He discovered many things and he studied all of that to benefit mankind in society. Oceanography is a very important science and it's a very important business because with oceanography, oftentimes The weather is determined. You notice about the tsunami, how the tides rose. That's dealing with water. Hurricanes also are collaborated with water flooding. So this science is vitally important. Now, the salary of a oceanographer is very interesting. In the United States especially, it can start at $35,000 a year. And it can go up to $150,000 a year. Now, let me say this. I wouldn't limit it to $150,000 a year. I believe if someone became a freelance oceanographer and worked under contract, a legal contract, and offered their services to various companies and marine biologists who are studying these type of sciences of the waters, they could make more. They can double that if they, let's say, created a blog, offered e-courses on that blog, and charged a monthly or yearly fee for the information. They can also do surveys, write books, create e-books and put them online, and sell that and gain revenue from that. So here we see once again, God is talking about sciences and businesses in Genesis chapter one, verse 10, before he speaks about Jesus in Genesis chapter three, verse 15. That's a prophetic word And Genesis 315. Why do I keep emphasizing this? Because it's important for believers to realize that being in God's kingdom is more than just going to church, working, eat, sleeping, and sitting down and doing nothing after you leave the service. The Western world of America has a backwards, and I repeat, a very backwards view of the kingdom of God and how it operates. If you go over to the east, even in places like Russia, Asia, Africa, the Caribbean islands, those people just don't go inside of a service. They go to learn and then they mentor, share and teach and make disciples. They multiply the knowledge in the lives of other people. They spread it to other places. So this is another point why I believe the Holy Ghost has me making these podcasts, because many believers are lazy in America. They brag about their pastor, their bishop, their church, their this, their that. All of that stuff is vain. The last commandment that Jesus gave was to G-O-go and not S-I-T-sit. And somebody says, oh, well, the Bible says we're supposed to not forsake the the, the gathering of ourselves together in the book of Hebrews. If you look at that scripture, it does not say don't forsake yourselves from assembling inside of a building. That's not there. In the book of Acts, they met in homes. In China right now, they meet in caves because of the persecution. What does all this have to do with sciences and businesses? Winning souls is a business. It's a science. There's strategies to it. There's different approaches for the Asian believer or the Asian sinner. You may have to take a different approach to the people that live in India because all of the gods That they worship in the caste system that they used to? So understanding culture is important. That's why we're studying these sciences and businesses from the Hebrew text. The Old Testament was written in Hebrew originally. Aramaic, the New Testament was written, written in Greek. So back to this verse, it says the seas, and that represents, again, oceanography. Some of you may want to be an oceanographer. Here's your foundation in Genesis chapter 1. We want that to sink in. We who? Me, God, the Holy Ghost, and Jesus. That needs to sink in. Now let's look at verse 11. And God said, let the earth put forth tender vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees yielding fruit, whose seed is in itself, each according to its kind upon the earth, and it was so. So now we're talking about plants. Again, a science and a business called botany, horticulture farming, agriculture, all of those are sciences in a business before the prophecy about salvation and Genesis 3.15. I have to keep emphasizing that because the church in America has it backwards. We're not knocking salvation. We're not knocking Jesus's place, but God prioritized sciences and businesses. Before he talked about Jesus. So what should we be doing? If we're going to follow the master strategist, then we need to follow his concepts and his strategy. And it's plain and clear. So plants are for what? Food, medicine, to cure diseases, to feed animals. Educational institutions are built off of that science. Technology builds and grows off of that because the cotton gin is no longer in use as it was 30 years ago. Plants are picked different today than they were 50, 60, and 100 years ago. Back in the biblical days, they did it by hand. They didn't have a machine. So even technology increases, and that correlates with economical empowerment, which is, again, business. Food and plants are traded. There's companies that even uh, grow flowers in the Dutch country. Their roses, very beautiful, and they import and export those flowers. You can even send flowers by FTD. You can wire the money and have it sent to another state, another country. That is a business. So we need to get out of this four wall tradition of man and get the mind of God so that people who don't believe like you believe. Will now understand that. The 98% of their lives, which is economical empowerment, that affects 98% of their lives is in the B-I-B-L-E, the book that you're supposed to be reading. Get the dust off it. Get into Genesis chapter 1 and realize that God said, I told the Fruits in the plants, in the trees, trees, forestry, trees, wood comes from, wood creates furniture from the trees. Money is made from wood, your dollar bills. Homes, resorts, building material is made from wood. All of that is business. And it's a science; they go together. You cannot separate them. So I hope the next person you talk talk to, and talk about God and how great He is in your life, that you also share how there are sciences and businesses listed in Genesis chapter one, and this verse eleven talks about vegeta- vegetation. Excuse me. Are uh, many people? vegetarians. They don't eat meat. That's okay. That's their thing. Vegetables are a big commodity. There's fresh vegetables. There's canned vegetables. You can cook them in different ways. People specialize in cooking shows using different vegetables, broccoli and collard greens and other beautiful and, and nutritional vegetables for the body. Another key word, nutrition, nutritionalist, deals with food intake. All of that comes from Genesis chapter one. And all businesses are established by persuasive psychology, established authority, that's your hypothesis, your concepts, and proving your claims with credible sources, as I'm doing today. Those two equal influence, you influence how people were once ignorant, but now they're enlightened and inspired about new information. They're hungry and thirsting for new knowledge and they're willing to digest the knowledge and spread it. There's another word, digestion, the medical system. Eating the proper plants and fruits helps the body to dispose of waste, fight off disease, all of this is science and a business. That's why we have doctors, nutritionalists, cardiologists, respiratory experts, prescription drugs. Not all drugs are bad. There's a tribe over in Africa called the Twa, TWA. God has blessed that island over there, near Africa, to have every plant that can cure all the diseases over here that we're fighting. And people have gone over there and tried to befriend and deceive the toa to get those secrets. I mean, they have plants that cure AIDS over there, cancer. However, the twa are not fooled by the deception and manipulation, just some food for thought. You can look that up and research that yourself. Research is another science in a business. There's various ways to do it. And so we need to really understand the ancient texts of the Bible speak about sciences and businesses way before Jesus is mentioned in Genesis chapter 3. Verse 15 concerning the prophecy about salvation and how Jesus is going to bruise the head of the serpent and how the serpent would bite his heel. So I want you to take something out of the text of Genesis chapter one, whether it be oceanography, botany, astronomy, and do some research on your own. And then give me some feedback on what you find. These teachings aren't just going forth to show how much I know, but it's to spread information to educate you and cause you to work the SMART strategy. S stands for specific in SMART strategy. M stands for measurable. A stands for achievable action. I'm encouraging you to take action. R stands for realistic reality and things that are relative. T stands for a time frame. Just like when a farmer takes a seed, puts it in the ground, waters it and fertilizes that seed, it multiplies, within a certain time span. There's a specific time, there's the S in smart. There's a specific time for the planting, for the watering, for the fertilizing, for the trimming, the pruning, and there's a specific time for the harvest. Think about it. There's so much in the ancient texts that we can teach our children. At a young age, you can do it through games, through videos, through cue cards, through coloring, through puzzles, through acting it out, skits. And this will empower our children at a young age so that when they get older, the drug dealer is not influencing them to sell and take drugs. The gang's influence rolls off their back. The loose woman's influence doesn't influence your son because he has his mind on something more meaningful and purposeful. The teaching will empower your daughter not to get pregnant out of wedlock. So this information is vitally relative to our lives to help our youth and it can even help the elderly herbs and fruit to help their digestive system and push out certain germs and parasites and diseases inside their colon. That's all a science and it's a business. And right now it's your business because you heard this information to take it, study it, and use it. God bless you. This is the Soaring Eagle, Michael Ellis, signing off for today. Bye-bye.